The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said, My sheep hear my voice. I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. No one can take them out of my hand. My Father, who has given them to me, is greater than all, and no one can take them out of the Father's hand. The Father and I are one. The Gospel of the Lord. Why are we here? Why are we here at Mass? There's many different reasons that we might give. It's Mother's Day, right? That's why I'm here at Mass, right? Uh, many different other different reasons that we can give, but kind of the objective uh, or um, objective reason why we're here is to pray. Is sorry, sorry, is to pray, and I was going to say praise and worship God. Pray uh, most primarily in praise and worship of God. And so, when we judge Mass, a lot of the times, I don't know, if you think about it, you say, well, that was a good Mass. What, what made it a good Mass? What do we judge our Mass experience by? Do we judge it by what we took from it? Take maybe what insight, maybe how we feel? Do we take that and, and that's why we're here? That's how we judge Mass? Perhaps. But I'd like to challenge you that the reason why we're here is not primarily to take something, although we do take something from it, but is primarily to pray. Primarily to give ourselves in praise and worship of God. And when we don't do that, we don't properly understand Mass. I'll give you a prime example. The homily. The homily is the worst part of Mass. Not just because I have to give it, right? It's not just because I'm speaking or, or anything else. The homily is the lowest part, objectively, of the Mass. Now, for some people, subjectively, our experience, we might connect most with the homily. Praise God for that, and I hope you, you take something from it. But Mass is not primarily about listening to Father Samuel speak. What I do during the homily, which is a conversation with you, is very different than all the other times that I speak. All the other times that I speak, I'm not having a conversation with you. I'm either leading you in prayer or in standing directly in the person of Christ and offering the prayer of Jesus Christ to the Father. And so what's the difference between the homily and everything else? Well, the homily is a conversation with me and you. The rest of Mass is a prayer, which is a conversation with God. And if we took the difference between Father Samuel and God, if I have to have a conversation between you know, somebody else uh, or God, I might prefer at times to talk to a person, right? Sometimes a person is easier to talk to and understand than God. But objectively... I have to understand that objectively it is always better to talk with God. 
Doesn't mean that we have to do that all the time, right? There's specific times to have conversations with people. But there are certain times and to realize that God is bigger, is better, right? And so when we judge this, we need to judge it properly. With that uh, being said, I'm completely losing my place right now, thankfully. Um, So when we come here to pray, we come here primarily to pray. And so we judge by prayer. I am feeling called more and more, uh, and I hope you kind of uh, see it in my different preaching about the importance of of prayer, right? Uh, I I speak about it on occasion. We come here, you know, to to pray, to, to acknowledge God. But we also, I encourage to pray outside of Mass as well. This should not be the only hour of prayer that you pray each week. It'd be like, and, and if it is, it will be more difficult. It's like trying to run a marathon and all that you've ever done is thought about running. Well, thinking about running is a start, right? Thinking about God is a start, but there is a distinct difference between occasionally thinking about God and taking time in silent prayer to listen and be open to the voice of God. It's the same difference between thinking about running and actually getting out and running. To prepare yourself for so that you're ready when the race comes, when the more important run comes, when the marathon comes. And hopefully Mass doesn't always feel like a marathon, right? Hopefully it doesn't always feel like that. But it is, we understand, again, objectively, is the highest form of prayer that we can ever pray because the Mass is primarily a prayer where we're united to Jesus' prayer to the Father. And we can't get any better prayer than Jesus' prayer to the Father. Now, in our experience of prayer, we might experience closer prayer or connecting subjective prayer At different times, you might feel closer to God out in the woods. But we have to understand that that's not objectively true. You might, and I encourage you to pray at all different ways that help you to pray. But we have to understand objectively, Mass is the highest form of prayer. And so who do we follow when we engage in prayer? Jesus says to follow me. Not, not Father Samuel, follow, follow Jesus, right? To follow Him. In prayer, do we try to have Jesus follow us? Or do we follow Him? Do we conform ourselves in prayer to Him? Or do we try to conform Him, conform him to us and what we like? Well, no, prayer should conform us to God. I encourage you to pray daily, right? But I feel like sometimes I just tell you to pray and then I don't really, you know, there's so many different ways to pray and and there's a lot of confusion of like, well, what is prayer? What's the right amount? How do I do that? What is it? That I'd like to just close uh, the end of my homily just uh, with a little prayer, a little Lexio Divina. So Lexio Divina is kind of a divine reading and there's lots of different ways 
to do uh, Lexio Divina. But basically it's reading with scripture and inviting the Holy Spirit to guide you in prayer. To be able to say that God, do we hear God's voice? Well, God, uh, maybe it's not a low voice, right? It's not, God's voice isn't Morgan Freeman's voice, right? It's not always we, we hear it in that way. Uh, God's voice is difficult to hear, but we do have specific instances where we know it's God's voice, such as in Scripture, the, the readings today, right? Those were the voice of God. We heard His voice. They are the Word of God. And so when we go to it, do we experience that God continues to want to speak to us today? It's not just that the Word of God was written 2,000 years ago, and now it's just a piece of paper. No, it's a living, living Word of God that continues to speak God's voice to us and speak to us. And so what we're going to do is we're just going to read through the Gospel. Thankfully, it's very short, so we're just going to read through it twice. I'll read through it slowly and just try to guide us a little bit through prayer and ask the Holy Spirit to guide us in that. And so I just invite you to please close your eyes. Just ask, come Holy Spirit, come. Come Holy Spirit, we ask you to guide us in this prayer, in this reading of the Holy Word of God. Take a moment and just kind of imagine what does Jesus look like? Who's he speaking to? Who's the crowd here that he's speaking to? What's the situation? And Jesus said, My sheep hear my voice. I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. No one can take them out of my hand. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all and no one can take them out of the Father's hand. The Father and I are one. Lord, we come before you to hear your voice, to follow you. We ask that we might never be taken out of your hand. And so maybe one word stuck out to you. I just want you to stick with that word. If it's one word or one phrase, maybe you don't remember it all, that's okay. What is the Holy Spirit guiding you? What does God want to say to you? What's the word? What's the phrase? Maybe there's a person that comes to mind. Maybe it's a situation that comes to mind. I want you to just sit with that. What is God talking to you? What is he saying through his word? So we'll just read it one more time. Jesus said, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish. No one can take them out of my hand. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all, and no one can take them out of the Father's hand. The Father and I are one. Lord, we ask that we might always be aware of your voice, always be open to following you in your path, that we may always be in the Father's hand, we might always be united to you in the Father always.